0: الحمد لله الغفور الحميد ذو العرش المجيد يهدي بهداه من يريد ويدل من أعرض أن نحجه السديد بين للناس طريق الهدى وحذرهم من دروب الردى ووعد من أطاع وأوعد من اعتدى ولا يزلم ربك أحدا ثم الصلاه والسلام الأتمان الأكملان ألا من بعثه الله دال sayyidina wa nabiyyina muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsan ila middin wa ba'du fa assalamu alaykum rahmatullahi wa barakatuh afterwards inshaAllah, we are going to proceed with our discussion uh in our explanation to the sunnah from the book of our reference zadu sharh as-sunnah lil barbahari so if you could uh, if you could recall in our last discussion we discussed some of the parameters of iman and uh, we mentioned about the issue of al-Isra and the issue of al-Mi'raj and the uh, next point that we are going towards wa'lam anna arwah ash-shuhada thiyab fiq wa'lam anna that the souls of the matters They are inside Lamps Which are beneath The throne of Allah Which are flies in Jannah Meaning the souls of the martyrs Are inside Some of the facial Lamps that are beneath The throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the souls are uh, having relief therein الْمُؤْمِنِينَ تَحْتَ الْأَرْشِ and likewise the souls of the believers would be beneath the arsh beneath the throne of the most merciful الْكُفَّارِ وارواح الْكُفَّارِ and the souls of the disbelievers fujar and the souls of the transgressors be it would be inside berhood what is Barhut? Barhut according to the historians that is the Muarikin and some of the ahadith that mention about Barhut some of the ulama they attributed Barhut to that particular well that is in Yemen recently uh, there were some of the explorers they explore inside the Barhut so the Barhut was attributed to that particular well in the country of Yemen السج- uh, السجين, and it is linked to the Sijin. The Sijin we know is one among the Laket fires. So the al Kufar, the souls of the disbelievers and the transgressors would be inside Barhud. So Allah there were a lot of conspiracies related to the Barhud. That particular well since from the time of the Rasul sallallahu wasallam, nobody explored into that particular well unless this uh, year that is 2021 there were some of the explorers they explore within that particular well but uh, they did not uh, explore to the entire well particularly because it is a kind of dangerous uh, location so for more than billions of years according to the Mu'arifin that nobody get into the, that is that particular well. That particular well, that the Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam named as Barhoud. والإيمان بأن الميت يقعد في قبره. Believing that a person that dies would be seated inside his grave. So when someone is buried, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala would command the angels to interrogate him. He would be seated and his soul would get back to him, until when two angels by the name Munkar and Nakir would ask him, they would interrogate him. He would be asked, who is your Lord, Ma, What is your religion?". What can you say about that particular man that was sent unto you?" That is uh, the Prophet. So a believer, according to the saying of the Rasulullah Sallallahu would be able to attempt to attempt the questions, all the questions, he would fast the questions. But as for the transgressor, or a disbeliever, he wouldn't be able to answer the question. He would be screaming, he would be shouting and crying, ha ha, la adri. He would be shouting, crying and screaming that I don't know, I don't know. So the Munkar and Nakib, they would interrogate a person, they would ask a person, some of the questions About Iman About the belief And also regarding the rulings of Iman Rulings of that is uh, The deen Then his soul Would be released without any pain That is if he Passed the questions And the deceased the person that died, whenever he gets buried, so if a person visit his grave, he would be able to know that so-so person visit him. Suppose, for example, is a woman that died, so when her husband or one of her children visit the cemetery, one of her children visit the grave, she would be able to know the person, should be able to identify who visit her grave, even though she will not be able to respond to the visitor. So the death, those that die, they can recognize whosoever besit their grave, whosoever visit them, whosoever make dua for them, even though they will not be able to have a power of communication with those that are living. An believer would be able to experience delight in his grave, meaning he would be happy in his grave, he would experience the mercy of Allah, he would enjoy in, the, in his grave. شَاءَ اللَّهِ And the transgressor, an evil individual, the person of shortcomings would be punished as how Allah taala wills. So this is how the condition would be in the hayat al-barzakiya, the life of Barzak. You should know that any kind of evil or any kind of goodness that befall on you it is based upon the decree of Allah and it is based upon the predestination that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees. Well Iman wa Ta'ala that spoke to Musa Imran Believing that Allah the Most High, the exalted, He was the one that that spoke to Musa, the son of Imran. Yompur that the human is having, your eye power will not be able to Encompasses Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that's why it came in the hadith. The Rasulullah said, Before the people of Jannah would get into Jannah, before before the people of heaven would go to the heaven, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will change their body, He will change that is their features entirely to a kind of features that they would be able to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It would happen. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala would ask the people of Jannah, "Do you have anything to ask? Do you need any mercy or any blessing, or any, any bounty to ask?" And the people of Jannah they would say, "We don't, uh, we don't have anything to to ask for, because you have already blessed us, you have provided for us in whatsoever we desire." Then Allah. We remove the hijab, the barrier between him and the people of Jannah. The people of Jannah would see the Almighty God. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us among those that they will witness that particular uh, that is our time. They will witness that particular that is our exploration, that particular moment. So Allah musta Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had spoken to Moses, Musa alayhi salam. He listened from Allah, that is the utterances. With a voice that get into his eardrum. Not from any organ. Meaning Musa listened from his ears. He listened from his ears. He listened from the statement, the speech and the utterances of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whosoever says something opposite to this, definitely he would become a disbeliever. So is one of the issues related to Iman. So Allah Musa taklima. The Almighty Allah said in the Quran that He has spoken to Moses. He spoke to Musa alayhi salam. So if you said that Allah did not speak to Musa or you change it, you, you, you use analogy or ilmul il- il- kalam or philosophy to interpret that ayah in a way of interpretation that the Rasulullah has not given or the Sahaba has not given or the righteous predecessors definitely would become a deviant if not a disbeliever. So Allah musta'al. That's one of the issues and that's why the mu'tazila and the jahmiya. They fall into this kind of issues they try to manipulate those ayah this issue of theology and that's why you would see the jahmiya some of the righteous predecessors they declared them as disbelievers they disbelieve in this concept of iman the sense of a human the human sense originate from the embryonic development so the sense of human develop it originates since from the emb- uh, embryonic development every human is given of sense whatsoever Allah is so you see a person this person is a smart this person is a brilliant this person is a dumb or this person is that is Less than that or beyond that So it's based on the wills of Allah If the Almighty Desires He wills that you would become A literate or you would become an illiterate Then It is based on the decree of the Almighty That's how it is That's why you would see Among the humans there are literates And there are illiterates So that's how Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala Does his uh, uh, decrease. يكريس. Allah الله is concluding his يختتم He would see the humans they differ in the their sense capability. Like the example of an atom in the heaven in the sky. And he requests from each and every human minal amal of actions ala qadri based on that which he has given him from the sense so as far as you are healthy and you are sensible enough to perform the ibadat the act of ibadat, act of worship you are required to do that if you fail to do that the almighty will judge you on that except if a person is suffering from neurodegenerative disorders or he is a mad person he is senseless so in that case, the Almighty will not consider that is uh, his failure in performing the ibadah because he has a kind of reason on his failure to perform the ibadah. The sense is not based on acquiring. You cannot acquire sense but you can acquire skills. As for the skills, you can acquire the skills, like, like, for example, the way to write, the way to read, for example, the way to perform any other skills, communication skills, soft skills, you can acquire that. But as for the sense, it's something that is not acquirable. It is, not, it is something that you cannot acquire. It. You will not be able to acquire it. It is based on the wills of the Almighty God. That's why you would see there are some of the people that they are illiterate. They are trying, they are suffering, they are trying to acquire knowledge. But they will never attain, they will never attain the knowledge. They will never acquire, that is, uh, obtain the knowledge. And they are trying, they are putting their own effort. But because they lack that sense capability. <inaudible> sense is just... Fadil Allah, a virtue, a merit from the Almighty, the Most High, and the Exalted. You shall know you should know that the Almighty suffices the level of some of the servants of our orders. in terms of religion and in terms of the worldly matters. This is just justice. It is justice and equity from him. You cannot say the Almighty cheated. Or the Almighty has done a bias. You cannot say that. Whoever say that, the bounties, of a believer and that of disbeliever are quite the same as similar for so whoever say this kind of statement he would be considered as a deviant he is a deviant. he is a misguided person, a person of self that is a person of desires and innovation. for Allah the level of a believer over a disbeliever. He supersedes the level of obedient person, obedient one over a disobedient one, a person of disobedience. Well ma'asumi al Khazul and the absolute absolute protective one, absolute protective person, the one that is absolutely protected towards Ma'asi, towards evil doing, shortcoming. Over the level of al alMadul, the disgrace, disgraceful person it is just a justice from the almighty that is the merit, the bounties of Allah he gives to whosoever he wills and he hinders that he did not give he is not given to. Whoever he dislike And who he is not giving to So He don't want to give So that's the power of the almighty He can give his bounties to anyone He can give to kafir He can give to mu'min He can give to muslim He can give to That is any person This one of the sunnah وَلَا أَنْ تَجْتُمَ النَّصِيحَةُ لِلْمُسْلِمِينَ It is not lawful to hide advice to the Muslims. So it is part of the obligation or part of the Sunnah to, to advise a person that is on wrong direction. And the advice is based on all the segments, the leaders and the followers in the community. Whosoever that you see him, he is following the wrong direction. So you can correct him, you can suge- that is bring suggestion to that particular person. It is a kind of legal recommendation, part of the tradition of the Rasul Sallallahu <laughs> Wasallam. The Sunnah of the Rasul the Alaihi Wasallam was reported to have said nasiha. Religion is based on advice, suggestion, admonishment. قُلْنَا said to whom? He said you have to advise a person for the sake of Allah You can advise someone through the book of Allah You can advise someone through the messenger And you can advise someone through the leaders Within the Muslim community or within the community And the Rasulullah also said to the entire public also so that's the response. You can advise anybody as far as you see him, he is onto the wrong side. And that's one of the obligations. Like these deviants, you need to advise them. You have to admonish them. You should not leave them on evil, for example. Even the Irhabiyin, you have to refute them. You have to refute them on their wrongdoing. Correct them, advise. It's part of Masihah. Bury him, the obedient one among them, the good among them, and and the filthiest among them. That is the transgressors among them. In the matters of religion. Whosoever hides the nasiha, he hides the advice. Indeed he has of phrase he has betrayed the Muslim community. So as far as Islam is concerned, you as a Muslim, you have the responsibility of advising other individuals. As far as that particular person is on the wrong direction. Even to other people that are not even Muslims, it's one of the responsibility, so as to maintain peace and harmony within the society. So as any kind of evil should be avoided there shouldn't be any kind of chaos or, punk- uh, or kind of violence or conflict for example so this is one of the responsibility so if you are not advising other people when they are wrong definitely it is as if you are betraying your community your society you should try as such to maintain the sdgs sustainable development goals as far as they are not against the divine regulations But as far as we have discussed also previously about the SDGs, they are very vital uh, goals and they did not against any aspect of the divine regulation. So anything that would develop your society, your community, you are required to bring to your community or you are required to support in order to uplift your community, your society to the highest level of development. Allahumma s وَمَنْ غَشَّ الْمُسْلِمِينَ And whosoever betray his, pop, uh, that his society Whoever betray the Muslim's community فَقَدْ يَغَشَّ الدِّينَ It is directly proportional of him betraying the religion Betraying the Muslim is directly proportional to the betraying of the religion itself So if you betray the Muslim, it is as if you betray the religion وَمَنْ غَشَّ الدِّينَ فَقَدْ allah اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ when غَشَّ الدِّينَ Whoever betrays the religion the اللَّهِ Indeed, he betrays Allah He betrays the Almighty وَرَسُولِهِ and his Messenger وَالْمُؤْمِنِينَ and even the believers So that's the consequences of hiding advice Hiding advice is directly proportional to the betraying of society your society if you betray your society it is as if you betray the Almighty it is as if you betray the religion and you betray your religion it is as if you betray your messenger the Almighty himself and the entire public the entire that is meaning the entire believer so that's how it is there are some of the factors that you have to be careful with so, admonishment, given advice, suggestion are very important. Allahu mista'al. Allah, exalted is He, the Most High, sami'un basir. He is all listening and all wise, all listening and all seen. sami'un alim is all listening and. He is all knowing. his palm, his hands are wide spreaded His hands are wide his hands are wide spreaded Allah SWT spreads his hands widely. The Almighty knows that indeed the creators would disobey him. They would disobey him. He knows that. Before he created them, he already knows that the creators would betray him. Before he created them, His knowledge has already secured from them. He knows He knew That that will happen from them That will come That will emerge from them That is the disobedience His knowledge doesn't Stop him But Allah guides them with Islam His knowledge that he has already about the humans did not stop stop him from creating the humans he knows that the humans would disobey him they would disregard him and hadahum lil islam so he guides them with islam so the guidance that the almighty utilizing order to secure the, the souls of the humans is islam Wom woman nebi him woman ne alayhim and he give it to them as bounty as that is all as a kind of merit from him on them. Karuman Wajuda as a honour as a blessing. Watafadan falahulham and it's it is a kind of merit Falahulham all the praises belongs to him. So the best merit you would have, the best bounty and the blessing that you would have from the Almighty God is Islam. Whether you know it or you don't know. And that's why we keep mentioning that. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> li lawla an That we thanks all the phrases, we thanks the Almighty. All the phrases belongs to him who guide us with this pathway, with this religion. We were not to be guided, if not of His guidance. Suppose the Almighty did not guide us. Definitely, we will not be people of guidance. So, so if you are upon the Millah, you are on the pathway of Islam. Definitely, you are given the most highest blessing, because the Almighty mentioned, ومي غير الْإِسْلَامِ دينا فَلَنْ يُقْبَلَ مِنْهُ فِي مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ al الْإِسْلَامِ دينا. Whoever follow any other pathway beside the religion of Islam, قبل, فلم, فلم منه, That will not be accepted from him. And that particular person would be a loser on the that is uh, on the day of resurrection. You as human you should know this limited life of the world is not the end. There is life afterwards. There is the life of the hereafter. According to Islam, we have the point of divine revelation which highlighted to us, which explained to us that there are three stages of living. There is the life of dunya, the worldly life, and there is life of the grave. That is the life of the, that is the, the life of the berzakh. And then the life of the Akira that is the final everlasting living, which would be in the hereafter. Allah bestowed. And that final life which is uh, that is limitless, which is uh, unlimited, it would be one of the two conditions, either in the heaven or in the lake fire, either in the paradise or in the hell. If your good deeds and the mercy of Allah qualifies you to be among the inmates, that is the inmates of the paradise. Definitely, you are lucky by the mercy of Allah. And if you are wrong doing, your evil deeds qualify you to go to the lake of fire. Then nobody is there to save you, unless if the Almighty. God decided to forgive your sin if you are a person of belief, if you are the Mu'min and you transgressed, Wallah al Musta'an. You should know that good news, glad tidings during the time of death, they are of three categories you call it can be said yes, uh, it would be said it would be said abshir ya habib allah glad tidings unto you or the beloved of the almighty allah with the pleasure of the almighty and the paradise Where you call and it, it could be said also Afshir ya adu allah the good news to you, or oh, the enemy of the Almighty. with the wrath of Allah and the hell. Where you call, and it could, it could be said also, Abshir, Ya Abdullah, Bil Intiqam. Glad tidings of when you are the slave of the Almighty, you would be punished, but you would go to Jannah afterwards. This particular statement was from the statement of Abdullah ibn Abbas. So, due to the time limitation, we would stop in the next point. Bi the eyes of their eyes, as alayhi Messenger of Allah said We will see your Lord As you will see the light of So in due to the, uh, the time limitation we would stop here, we would continue with the next point in sha Allah Allahumma alimna ma yinfu'una, wa anfa'na jima wa zidna ilman wa subhanaka Allahumma bihamdik, ashadu an ilaha illa anta, astarfiruka wa atub ilayki